there isn't much conflict or friction in it. It's not like it's not like you couldn't write the Odyssey on it. You know, you can't write like spiritual hymns about it. It's just. That's why it's so valuable because it's easily unnoticed here, incredibly. Even ones who are at really looking hard, it's, un, it's very unnoticeable because it's nothing. It really doesn't, you think it's going to do all this stuff for you, but it may not do anything for you. That may be the calling card. It may just let you be exactly what you are with the knowledge that you're not. There'll be a knowledge that you're not that. But that will be exactly, it will actually become, the individual become seemingly more individual when, there, when there's the recognition there isn't an individual. It will just be, it's sort of like left to seed. You know, when you, get, you don't cultivate a garden and it sort of goes to pot or a seed, whatever they call it. It's sort of like that. You get left to seed. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be great, really, to go into a place that had like a long, long tunnel with candles at every ten feet, with pictures of ancient people with far-out gazes, and then there'd be a uh, mumbling of music, and would build as you got closer to the inner sanctum. It would be great, you know. And then you would feel so much different because everyone else would be excluded. They weren't in there. But you were called. You were called to the altar of all altars. Oh, it's fucking wonderful. But awakeness to being awake has nothing nothing like that. It's like going to the 7-Eleven totally unnoticed in all the aisles. You know what I mean? Bringing up your dozen eggs and you're like half and half. It's a a weekend. You're going to treat yourself with some half and half with your made home homemade latte and then the person gives you a change so they're not like oh I really felt a tremor when they came in no they felt the wind because the door was open you know they felt some cold come in you know they you just it, it may not it may it may not lead you to a big Cecil B. DeMille production <laughs> you know what I mean it may not you may just be reveling in your irrelevance I don't know. It can go a lot of ways. But I'll tell you, it seems to be going much boring than I was imagining. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> really. It's like being drained of all specialness. It's like being, you jump into the spiritual pool and then it's drained on your ass. And you're just in this cement, barren little fucking thing. And you can't get out. <laughs> you can't even swim against the the, the, the currents of samsara. <laughs> it's just no, it's just like <laughs> you're just chilled out. You know? <laughs> I spent like five hours in a freezing cold garage, a, a, mechan- a mechanics garage yesterday. I think I maybe. Four thoughts crossed my mind the whole time. It was just like 
the mine was just as empty as this fucking huge... It was cool in a way because it had old cars. They restore old cars, which I like, 50s and stuff. But it was freezing, you know. It was like doubling the, the coldness of the outside. You know, it was big cavernous, just cement. And freezing cold. And, it, and it, he was having a lot of trouble, my friend, trying to fix the car. So I got there at one thirty. I left at 6.30. And nothing passed my mind. Most of the time, <laughs> it was just sort of, you know, what the hell. Not even what the hell. It was just. <laughs> There's a real, you know, the emptiness of mind is. It's worthy of exploration. Yeah, you know. It's, it may not have any fireworks or like trails of comets or, you know, exciting peaks and valleys and, and you know, like something that moves you to something or moves you away from something. It just may be a state of neutrality in a way, as if, like we say in recovery, recovery, you'll be placed in a position of neutrality with no thought or effort on your part. That neutrality to me is like nothing, you know, the nothing we speak of you get placed there. And then it becomes familiar. You know, you become familiar with that. And then there may be a paring down because there's a lot of flavors and shades of specialness. A lot of, a lot of withholding the mental state is doing because it hasn't met the right person or the right situation or the right feeling or the right moment to really let go. It's got a lot of exemptions and considerations and requirements, multi-layered, yeah? And when they get pulled off, it's like pulling off a skin that used to have a voice, you know? Before, when those skin was getting pulled off, there'd be a screaming, this is the end, because that old example I used to use with the snake and the skin, yeah? And then the molting of the skin of the snake every year, that event you can see that event can be seen in two ways, yeah? There's a, there's a possibility. In this dualistic thing, you can make a broad two-way leaning. Either you're leaning this way or you're leaning that way. So the two ways was seeing that event of the skin falling off the snake from the skin's point of view or seeing it from the snake's point of view. So from the skin's point of view, the skin, its whole story of its importance is that it's the snake. It can't mine that much importance out of just being the skin. So its importance is that the skin to it implies the whole snake. So when the skin starts lifting off the snake, it throws the mental state that's the guardian of that skin idea into a fucking tizzy because it's like Armageddon. So it starts jacking into this thought system that it's quite familiar with jacking into of the brain, and it tells the this, the, you know, this brain of the snake gets some moisturizer, you know? A lot of moisturizer. Keep this fucking skin on. Do not go out in that noonday sun. Watch for that rock. <laughs> it's going to rip you. And, and instead of, now that its skin, which is old, is faded, it's got to buy a lot of nice clothes to attract other snakes. It's spending a lot of time investing in an image because it knows its skin ain't really that attractive, you know? So... <laughs> so it creates a lot of mental activity, agitation, which provokes a contraction, you know. The skin kinds of co tries to contract 
which gives it more of a sense of being the snake. But from the snake's point of view, it's hallelujah. I mean, it's it's an incredible relief when the freaking old skin finally falls off because now new skin appears, which is much shinier. It attracts the female snakes. It's much lighter. It moves faster. And it's much smoother, so it doesn't rip on things as it's going. It's the same event seen in two different points of view. And it can be that extreme. One's like a hallelujah, one's like the end of the world. That's what it's like. So by entertaining, by studying what you're not, because you're in the laboratory of the hatching of and the making of and the reinforcing of and the presupposing of what you're not all day. Because a lot of the attention and interest, like it or not for most people, is drawn to the mental state. It is. A lot of people, their mental state seems to be the dominant arena of where the attention and interest lies, unless they do something that's real, that can tease them out of it. And even after they do that thing, they go back to that usually. It's sort of like, uh, it's like this. It's like this tendency. Yeah. So interest and attention when we were younger was much more free-ranging, you know, when we were kids. And that's why we had wonder and awe and all like that. But now it's been more directed by the mental state to go to what reinforces the mental state, which is the thinking, yes? The opining, the contemplating, which is just thoughts, contemplating other thoughts, you know what I mean? This and that. So if you see that which is reinforcing that crazy idea that you're a someone instead of nothing, you know, in a way, if you see what's manufacturing that and reinforcing that and is the engine of that statement Ramana Maharshi has said many times, the biggest dilemma, the problem, is this presupposing of a non-existent thing. Well, how... So you hear that, and some people are at the point where they get that. Well, what's the mechanics of that? How is the presupposing going on all day? It's just, you can't just leave it at, oh yes, Ramana said it, it's the presupposing of this false thing. How? How is that happening? How is it happening? To me, that's the selfing. The selfing is how the presupposing of that non-existent thing keeps getting reinforced because the thought system is based on being that non-existent thing. The thought system is based on being a body. You can't, you cannot deny that. When you're thinking of you, which is a big topic of the thought system, <laughs> it's really, I think, let's say, let's have a, let's take a survey. Do you think of the Himalayas or do you think of you more? You. <laughs> let's ask someone in the Himalayas, you. <laughs> or, when do you think of the Himalayas? Uh, is you include? Yes. <laughs> so, so, when you're thinking of you, is the Himalayas included? No. All right, so if I'm thinking of Himalayas, I'm included. But if I'm thinking of you, uh, the Himalayas are included. Exactly. <clears throat> so it covers its ass both ways. When you're thinking of the Himalayas, what is, it, what is it pointing to? What is it assuming? What is it presupposing? You're the thinker. Yes or no? Yes, see it. So if you see it, if you see 
Some people we need one little one sentence of example. Some people eight hundred sentence examples. Some people have to have tons of repetition. Some people don't. All they need need to hear is once. It doesn't matter because when the dawning occurs, the influence and the importance of time will diminish greatly. The stock in time will go down and never bounce back. It's never going to be a bullish market again. It's going to go down. Yeah. It's going to go down with no effort on your, thought, your, on your part. The influence that time had will be known as an afterthought. You will have realized I was totally, seemingly cocooned in time. So, okay, you see it. When you see it, what does it imply? Well, maybe you have heard a message that combines the seeing of it with the idea that you may not be that which is taken to be you. The idea, the idea, the thought that hides itself by owning all the other thoughts, the thought that you're a body. All right, now you watch it and you have an understanding. Maybe strong, maybe not. But now there's an application. All right, now the seeing has an understanding and it can take it somewhere. So not just the seeing, the understanding and the seeing takes it somewhere. You go, you start, ex- you start exploring a possibility, I'm not that. Instead of constantly go overing the same possibility, I am that, I'm never going to get what I want, I'm too old now to meet anybody, I'm this or that, I'll never go in the water, and the water implies that's where all my happiness is, so I'm going to be bummed out the rest of my days. All this bullshit is all rooted, it's all hinged on the one idea of you. Yeah? If that idea is weakened, <coughs> you'll see all that follows that, all that reinforces that one knot, all the other knots that we're consumed with all day, loosening, tightening, loosening, tightening, tightening, loosening. Yeah? We'll see all of the other knots have all to do with the one knot. If this one knot loosens, the other knot loosens. Importance gets lifted off this chain, this linear chain of doing and having and acting, react and cause and effect. It gets, and time, the tracks are on time, yeah? The whole train is on time. Your interest attention will lift out of that and then find out where it goes. You'll be the recipient of it. Maybe it will now enrich your day instead of using this day to enslave yourself to a yesterday and tomorrow. Maybe that's what will happen. Will fireworks go off? Probably not. Will there be a giant banner in the sky? You are the chosen one. No. You're still going to be the eighth person in line acknowledging people have more than 15 things at Trader Joe's. Shit's still going to happen. All that, all that's going to go on, as it always does, because it's not so. Why does that have to change? The only thing that has to change is the unchangeable. So therefore, it's done already. This has never happened. You have to realize we've entered a realm of seemingly so. And I don't care how convincing it is for 80 years, will it be convincing in 160 years? You're not even going to be here in 160 years. That's how unconvincing it is. So so what? Oh, it can really huff and puff and make up and blow an imaginary house, but for fucking how long? Not long at all. 
If there was some other thing that was watching us, like we watch a bug who appears at 9 in the morning is dead by 11, we think that's fucking pretty, pretty irrelevant, that bug. I'm going to step on it if it even gets close to bothering me. But there could be other possibilities looking right at us and seeing what the... Whoa, that went fast. <laughs> I was just putting attention. It's gone. <laughs> this, you don't see the inhabitor of time is going to authenticate time. Yeah? The product of the illusion is going to authenticate the illusion. That's the role of duality. So... The false subject is going to authenticate the false objects to verify its authenticity. How can it not? There is no other without self, and there's no self without other. They're, they are, they're in hand in hand. I have to see a you to get ahead of me. If you, get, if you just get it, all the other stuff... See where it takes you. Instead of being... Just see if you could get... If all that urge and that drive and that that urge to go a certain way could be paused, yeah? And re... Allowed to reconfigure. Maybe it take a second. Maybe it may take a little longer here in time. And then... Now start moving towards things or not moving towards things. And there'll be a much it'll be much, much clearer. There won't be any giant metaphysical discussions in one's head. Just like when I went to that time in the um, sweat. I went to the sweat in Mount Shasta and it was the sweat of all sweats. Once a year, all the sweatites would go there, and the best Oklahoman Indian we brought in, and it was Mount Shasta. How can you beat Mount Shasta? The ascended masters are right above you. There's a cold stream doing all this. First year of sobriety, a lady says, Hey, you want to go? I'm sure, I'll go. I go into that first day into that freaking sweat lodge with no idea what sweat lodge... I mean, I had an idea, but it was totally wrong. I had no idea what it was going to be like, or I wouldn't have gone in, probably. Got in there, just got burnt, because I couldn't sit down, and heat rises, so it was burning my underarm and my nose, but I would not, because I was... I would die to save my spiritual face. <laughs> I'm not leaving, because I'll be the talk of the whole sweat. For next week. Hey, do you know the guy who left in the middle of sweat? Yeah, there he is. Scorned in my last little community I could possibly be taken into. No fucking way. I'll die here. You know? Flap opens up. I run out, jump in the water, have that huge rush. Oh, man, I'm a fucking junkie. I love rushes. Can we do it again, man? I like that shit shit. Because I feel I'm alive if something really extreme happens. It gives it's it breaks me out of my fucking comatose self-centeredness for a minute or two. So went back in. This time I have a strategy. I'm sitting as close to the flap as possible, you know, and I'm making sure I'm on the ground. And I had myself like this because they were like waves. The heat. I was trying to protect myself. And the fucking Indian kept praying and throwing more water on the rocks and the earth. I'm going, 
praying, stop, please, stop, release me from this hell. And then the flap would open, I'd be pushing people, I'm like, get out, jump in, go back in. I lived through the three days of the sweat in Mount Shasta, drive home, years later, who knows what happened, my head went through changes, I'm sure, years later, one of my guys in recovery, one of my sponsees, him and a bunch of other Anglo-Saxons wanted to get into the Native American Indian spirituality, so they were going to build a, 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 a or like an authentic thing up out in Petaluma, one of the guys' backyards, and he wanted me to go support him, so I said, all right, I'll go to the sweat with you. We all go there. They have an Indian from Oklahoma. I don't know how they get him. Lasagna. Look at so they have an Indian in Oklahoma, and they have all this food and drinks outside. And we go into this, this thing, and they made it pretty cool. And there we go. And it start, as soon as it gets hot, I go, it's hot. I get up and I leave. Right? I go outside. I'm with all the food, beautiful stars, all the drinks. And I'm there praying and moaning and screaming in there, going, and I'm just kicking back, <laughs> drinking. What happened? What happened that... It was impossible for me to recognize the obvious years before, but as soon as it was obvious I was getting hot, what's the point of leaving? <laughs> to me, I like that. that. To me, that's the easiest off the way, <laughs> which is no way at all. <laughs> what changed, though? I didn't work on anything. I'm, I'm swearing off sweats, no. Just went there and just was like, hot, leave. Yeah? <laughs> I mean, that's like Zen. You see, blue is blue and red is red. It's just not like rocket science. If all you need to see is one strip of your narration of the day, just maybe if you want to do something, for, but all you are such pros, this would be way beyond your, on your, your spiritual level. But for people who are, just don't know what's going on, just write a, get up in the morning and write a bare-bone account of a day, like, I got up at 8.30. That's all, you know? No opinion. Took a shower, had coffee, went to where I went, came home, ate. And then do it for a week and then compare the bare-bone account of the action figure Oz and then try to feel the, what was the narration of the mental state while Oz was doing all this. They're not even close. They're not. They are so far off and that's just a week. You want to add years? You want to add years and years and years to it? If it's that off in a week, what does it demonstrate? Way, 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 way. And you're not listening to this? Give me a fucking break. If they're your thoughts, you're going to be listening to them. You are. If their health is yours, they're going to have a very strong influence. It's just that simple. The engine of their power is not them, it's not thoughts, and it's not feelings, it's the you who thinks they're having it. If you, if you don't direct your attention anywhere else, just to the idea of being the thinker, you don't have to go over the thoughts. The thoughts are totally miscellaneous to the event. The bonding event, the seeming bonding event, has very little to do with thoughts. It uses them to facilitate the bonding. It's the mind. M-Y. This is one of the smallest w words in the English language which has the most fucking most meaning of all the other words. M-Y. 
See the difference. The difference is it's traveling lighter and traveling heavy. It's as simple as that. Lean one way, and that's how the trend of your life's going to go. And while you're traveling lighter, you cannot believe what the big M mind can get up to when it's not totally uh, flypapered to this place of consequences. It may lift up like this balloon does and start experiencing. See, the higher and higher this goes, what's inside relates more and more to what's outside till finally it hits the point of recognition, I'm not this, and bam oh, it pops. When it's held this there, constrained by a false way of thinking, by conceptualization, by the the honoring of the thought system, then that urge is constrained. And from here, all it can do is have concepts of the space. Yet it is the space. That urge, it has nothing to do with pumping up more urge. It all has to do is checking out the seeming anchor. What's keeping it in place? If it's not solid or authentic or real, bamo. It's let go of. Now, see, I got it tied. But I like that. How would you like that being in the foreground when you're sitting at Chivo's today? That sense right there. While you're driving, that sense. See, the farther it goes, the more your eye gets displaced, and then you sense the space it's in. Exactly. The closer it is, it's more of a balloon than ever. The farther away, what gets emphasized is the space. Yeah? Its smallness, its smallness emphasizes the largeness of space. When you're not obsessed with self, and you actually see the true smallness of selfing, you'll, you'll sense the largeness of the space that you are. But we want to be as big as we can be. We want to be as big as space and then have an experience of space. But we're taking up most of the space. When this gets lost interest in, then that's what you start sensing. Look at how freaking far it's gone. It's going to San Francisco and it's not going to pay a toll. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. All right, my little beauty. <laughs> see, no one who would see it now would think it what it was. It's only because we've been following its trajectory. It could be a bird, couldn't it? From here? You could be, see? Your idea of being an Italian woman. It could be a bird. Yeah. Paul, historical Irish dude, Catholic bird. Ah, bird. Yeah, look at it. Even call it an eagle, falcon, whatever. See, I knew that dude. I did. I don't know why he came by. All right.
drive by. He doesn't. He's afraid to come here. It's it's called drive by satsang. They just look it up. Adyashanti's at four hundred twelve. Drive by. I was at Adyashanti's meeting today. You were great. Were you in it actually? I was there for a very second. <laughs> <laughs> wow, now it's gone. Dude. I can see it. Can you still see it? Yeah, it pretty high. Wow. Oh, yeah, there it is. I was looking too low. Wow. That's awesome. It should, the, the poison gas should release in five minutes. I'm going to destroy Richmond of San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> and you're all as accomplices. <laughs> We're actually a terrorist group. <laughs> Hiding ourselves in no, in no one and no thing. <laughs> we'll edit that. Don't put that on there. <laughs> FBI will be calling me. I don't want, them to, I don't want any kind of investigation. <laughs> too many holes. <laughs> so yeah, you know, simple invitation. Really, it's just an excuse for us to get together, you know, and uh, chill out, isn't it? Isn't it okay to be leaf? This, right? Leaf likes Indian rituals. Great. You know, this is not a. You know, to me, it's very clear. This is not a path to illumination, but to illuminate whatever path you're on. So you're on Z's path, Paul's path. That's the light. The light is us. Yeah. You know, if I like chanting, I chant. But I don't really like chanting. I have a bad voice. So. <laughs> if I like sitting, I'd sit. But I don't really like sitting. If, if I was going to do any Buddhism, it would be laying down Buddhism. I like laying down. If, that could be con- if I could get points and call that meditation, I'd be a great meditator. Because I like it. I like going into a trance and laying there. But it doesn't need a name to it. Yeah, yeah so. This is a short one today, but it's something.